Hello, 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 everyone. Once again, it's Monday night with your cast Perspective Matters, along with your girl, Miss Optimistic, with your girl, Miss Straightforward, and everybody's favorite DJ, DJ Keeping It Real. All right, we're going to go over tonight's topic. I'm going to give it on to Miss Straightforward so she can let you know what's going on tonight. Our topic tonight is why do unfaithful men wish to wed, um, get married? Um... I'm going to let Optimistic get into that because she kind of came up with the topic. Okay, for all the people <laughs> out there probably thinking, okay, here we go again. All right, we can't, well, I thought of this topic because I was watching television. I don't know, it was this show on, um, what was the name? Um, family family or, fiance. or Fiance. I don't know if you, any of you guys are familiar with the show. If you're not, you should tune in. It's pretty good. But it's a show, you know, kind of about where the family, well, two couple come together. They wish to get their family approval to be one. And so it was this couple that was on there. And this guy, he was terrible. Oh, my goodness. He was, he was terrible. Yes, he was controlling. He was, uh, he was just the worst of the worst. Whatever you think about, he was like, I mean, it was to the point like he did everything up on the moon, but he up under the moon, what he wanted to do, but he still felt as if he should have the right to marry that woman. And actually it was more of a, it's like a controlling thing. It was like he was telling her or making her believe that they're, they should be married. Like he was the one for her. And he would be like, just say things like, just go in there and tell your family we happy, they, you know, so they can leave us alone, blah, blah, blah. And he was doing what he wanted to do. Like, the, his sister told the fiancé that he was cheating, and he kind of, like, did whatever he do to, I mean, he was Get horrible. Yes, it was just the fact that the matter is you know you're not ready for marriage. You know you're doing what you, you out there doing, but you still insist on being married. And so the question came about, she was like, well, why do you think they do that? My answer was, or my my um perspective was I felt like they have 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 to have some sort of empowerment, like it it, it gives them power, even though they're out there doing what they're doing, they're cheating and everything. They still wanna you know still have that one they can you know have that hold on to. So that was my perspective yeah, empowerment. Yeah, I want to hear that again because you, you said it makes them feel like they empowered. Have the power. Is, mm-hmm. Because, I mean, they're cheating and, like like she said, the little sister out of her own brother was like, well, he's um, unfaithful. He's been cheating. He got a whole, I mean, like, he was basically in a whole other relationship, yeah, like but he, he wanted to marry. Yeah, like, he they were there another female to, to his, his family. Sister, yeah, but he wanted to marry his what? the girl he was with. Well, I know, we, well I know we're not talking about that family, but. I mean, it's kind of curious how did the family respond? I mean, you know, if, for example, if if, if you were in a committed relationship and this was supposed to be, you know, your soon-to-be spouse, and, of course, you know the family's probably already met the soon-to-be spouse, but, well, how did the family feel when they hear you're bringing someone else around? Uh, it, I guess they should think begin to think well wow is he really serious about her or, or him or whatever what y'all think and it did it kind of got deeper i mean besides you know what we say men feel like they should have some type of empowerment the auntie did come out and say he came from a broken family they're all broken and so it was i mean you could see he was kind of hurt so it was like he hurt he can't figure himself out so it was like 
how can you even know how to love somebody or be committed to one person when you you're broken? But but the family that's good. They um they really didn't agree with it. They I mean it was like they wanted to out him. Like they knew what type of person he was and they didn't want her to marry him. Well, that, that that you know what that's 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 good. That's good. Hey, listen for those that maybe have just joined us. Hey, you tune in to Perspective Matters, and tonight we're talking about what again. Why do unfaithful men wish to wed, get Why married? Why is it that unfaithful men wish to be married, wish to get married? Um, well, you know, uh, on social media today, I got a response. Um, good friend of mine, and, and, and check out what he said as it related to, you know, it was presented in the form of a question, you know, why is it that, of course, unfaithful men you know, desire to be married. Um, let me get to that. I want to I wanna share this comment from a brother here. Uh, he said, okay, he, he, now this is the statement. He said, it's a twofold answer. He says, an unfaithful man desires to lock down a great woman while he changes into faithful, right? And number two, he said, subconsciously, he desires to be in a settled relationship and she, the woman, has proven to be that support, that support that he needs. So, uh, you know, um, that that's true. That's true. That's true. That's a true twofold. Just that's a that's 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 true um, with what he said because sometimes, listen, because sometimes, you know. Um, <laughs> You can desire something that you're not. And we talked about that on another podcast where when you desire something or you have a desire for something, uh, we got to make sure that are you the very thing that you desire? That for right? example, you know, you desire a, 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 a prayer warrior for a wife, a praying woman, but then again, you yourself don't you're pray. So correct. you're kind of right. desiring something that's that you're not. Um, with my brother's um, response, hey, I... You know, I agree with him, um, but on to which focus part? He had on a two-part part. answer. Right. Well, oh, yeah, he had a two-part answer. Because that first part was being selfish. You can't want a faithful woman and you're out there doing you. Well, you can want it. We're not going to say it's right, but you That's can. That's selfish. And what well, was yeah, it? I mean, yeah, I guess That's just you, yeah, like you said. How can selfish... you desire something that you're not? You can't, you can't want something that you're not. That's, that's like, okay, like you were saying, how are you going to be, you're not faithful but you're designed to be faithful, and this woman is faithful. That's and you still not faithful yet, though. Yeah. So but, that's kind of like you holding her back for something that's greater. Well, yeah. Well, li listen, we're not talking about the woman, but the woman should be able to see that too. But before I get into that, yeah, before that I too. before yeah. I lose my thought, straightforward was speaking of how um, the scenario she was given about the man had been in. Uh, when I'm you look broken. at his past history, right. it had been broken. So that kind of gets back to a generational thing or right. generational curses. And sometimes that, that is the case. Um, you know, you would, I guess you could have good intentions, but still uh, go about it the wrong way. Right. And I understand what you were saying too, DJ, keeping the room. That woman have to realize that too. One, um, and I think it goes back to either the man or the woman once they get to that place when they really know what they want, know who they are. You know what you're not going to allow and what you're going to allow. So being that woman, if you're in that place, you're not going to even let that come. Like even, you know, like what she was dealing with the woman on, on the, the TV show. 
And yeah, it's like she kind of realized that at the end of the show because it had to, like, I think it got real, real on the show because they stopped filming her and her family. They left. Then he got upset with his brother because his brother was the one that outed a lot of stuff in their um, relationship, said he was actually physical to her, like hitting on her and stuff. Yeah, so, the, well, but she, she had a situation also. I felt like she couldn't realize it because they said her her father, her and her father was real close, and he had just passed. So maybe she was, you know, try to fill that void. And sometimes once you get in that place, you lose somebody, and you and you want to fill a void. You're not even realizing what you're getting into. You thinking it's love and it's not love. So she was trying to fill a void that she thought was, you know, love. Ooh wee, somebody. But hey, you preaching tonight, nice, straightforward. See, that's it, go, it. Goes back to like it's a void. Many times we have void in our lives. But if we don't fill that void with the right thing, well, it's going to be filled with the wrong thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or the wrong decision or the wrong choice. Um, and, you know, but but my thing is that I guess you, when you think about it, um, men and women, for the most part, always desire good or better, right? Is that, mm. that right? So in, in just in a human nature sense, um. A man that may, quote unquote, be no good, he's going to want a good woman. Just like the woman that may be no good, subconsciously, yeah. she's going to really want a good, a good man. man. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? But I think where the problem comes in is that we don't identify um, with certain things. We, yeah. You know, as believers, we should understand where our identity lies. And when you're not a believer... Your identity can be wrapped up in so many different things. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, let me ask you a question. You guys, a question. And even you know, on social media, you can you can uh, chime in on it. Hey, again, this is Perspective Matters. This is our podcast. Listen, um, go ahead. Go to the uh, group page, Perspective Matters. Google it. Go ahead and join the group. Join the group. We're here every Monday night. At 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. We're talking about everyday things, everyday, everyday situation and circumstances. And we're thinking about solutions, solutions that align with the word of God, that align with truth. And tonight we are dealing with, <laughs> we are dealing with uh, unfaithful men wishing to be married or to be wed. Um, so um, let me look at a couple of the comments here. Um, wow. and feel free to feel free to chime in. Feel free to chime in. Um, our sister Lucy, she has said, "Why can't you share?" Uh, we're gonna get into a little bit more of the technical aspects of it. This is really our first time, literally going live, uh, via video. So we're just kind of in a test mode right here. So we uh, live, live. We live, live. And wow, when we caught off guard. <laughs> no, you good. Well, we, we we listen. Let's see. Let's see. And with that title, why do men, when she said wish, I think the reason why Optimistic did say wish, because, I mean, in that particular, on that particular show, the guy was so adamant about, even though he he was doing what he was doing, he was so adamant about marrying that woman. You have guys like that. Like, even though they, you know, have their in a whole nother relationship, they're so adamant about marrying, you know, that particular person. So that's what, because you could easily say, why do men want to marry you know, when they're not unfaithful, but wish because they're so adamant about uh, and persistent on doing that, like just marrying that person, even though they don't have their life together. Well, do you think a woman could fall in the same category? Yeah. I mean. Well, yeah, yeah. That was. Yeah. 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 
Well, you know, when you think about marriage, you're thinking about going to another step or another level, right? Right. Uh, I so, think that's the overall thing is thinking about going to another level or another step. But when with this particular topic we were thinking about, I don't even think that's in mind with them. I don't. I think it's mm-hmm. just like a like a training, like uh, like straightforward said. It's like a power of uh, 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 access to have power over somebody. Just the fact, like I know if I. I don't know. It's like I know I'm gonna still do what I do, and whoever, whoever I'm dealing with, yeah, then I have control over you. I no, like yeah, and then no. that 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 person they're dealing with on the side, I know I can't. You know, you're gonna do what you want to do. I'm gonna do what I want to do, but I still, you know, have that empowerment to say what. I mean, like she said, that control. Like, do you understand the question we're saying? We're not saying this is for our men. We're just saying about the men that aren't faithful, knowing that they're not faithful, but like uh, straightforward says, very adamant about marrying this this person knowing what they're doing and, and, and somewhere in them, they know that they're not going to change. Just the fact mm, that not, I know, right I know there. I'm going to have control over you. If you, you I say the, I, the one they're going to marry. Yes. I'm going to marry. I'm telling you, I'm going to marry you, but basically you know what I'm doing and I ain't going to change. So well, see, I think that I think the choice then is left up to the woman. Yeah, that's true. That but that that's too. what, that's what the thing, I guess. Cause the, this topic was pulled well, from that relationship status, I right. guess. And and you think about it, you do have more relationships out there like that. So looking at that situation, it was in effect that it, it was to the point where he knew that the woman was broken. You see what I'm saying? Like mm. he knew because he was involved with her at the moment when that her father died. He was there for her. So acting as if he was a protective of her heart. It's like he knew what he was doing to get her in that vulnerable state to know that I was there for you. You, you can't leave because I have this control over you. So basically like using her. Yeah. Like I say, that's why I say the, the ultimate decision is back in the hands of the woman. But then I can understand how that may become a struggle with with the woman because they are really, I, I guess I'm right, uh, becomes more emotionally attached mm-hmm. than a man does. Not saying that a man doesn't. So if you're using the scenario, okay... Well, he know he has her on the string. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I'm, I'm going to do what I want to do. And I feel like I can always, you know what I'm saying? She's going to always be there. Right. At that point, they know. Okay. That No. Uh, my brother says, um, I'm on my in the man's mind, uh, let's say in the man's mind, he may, in the man's mind, he may have a direction concerning marriage, but... His body wants otherwise. That body got to get in tune with that man. <laughs> well, yeah, but see, it's, it's easy. can't say one now, thing and right. your body want another. So you need to get married out your man. I understand what he's saying, too, also. Yeah, but well, yeah, I like understand. Said, you gotta... I, listen, I understand what the man of God saying because what he's saying is now we, we, now we go back to the solutions. See, we go back to the solution. Like you said, you're looking at the end result. Like you need to get, what you say, get that <laughs> get out of marriage, here. Get married out your mind to your mind and body. Right. Get on one so call. He yeah. got to go back to solutions and begin to say, okay, how do I fix me? Mm. That's true. You got right? to yeah. yeah I see what and you're I'll be honest. If you're if someone's in a committed relationship and and these things are going on, the person as a fault that, that um, acknowledges and begins to say, okay, yeah. Uh, this is me. I want to work on me. He's gonna have to commit to change. And True. of course, the 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 partner, of course, is going to want to see the evidence of change. Mm. 
You get what I'm saying? Right. In other words, if, you know, someone you were in a relationship and someone cheated on you and they said they stop and they, and they ask for your forgiveness and all is well, they really got to begin to build back trust again. Mm. That's true. Like starting all the way back over. Yeah, almost like starting all the way back over and you're going to want to see the evidence of it. But I think, yeah, you're going to yeah, you're gonna want to see. You're going to want to see the evidence of it. Kind of like a say it again. Just thinking about that topic and you know actually getting feedback this time is kind of you know hearing the men point of view of it. Give you a little aspect on both sides. Sheba says he has to realize he got an issue. That's right. He got to realize he got an issue. He had to realize he had an issue. Okay, well, why is it sometimes that that we, since we're using uh, you know an unfaithful man and a, a faithful woman, since we're using that scenario, why is it that okay? What, sometimes I think there are cases where the man identifies the issue, but why is it that if he's not willing to change, y'all tell me why is it that the woman just stay there? They go or stay there, you know, even though they're not married yet, they're getting ready to be committed to marry, but the woman still stay there. After knowing the issue, that go back to what you just said though about the emotional. Like we, you feel like emotional women are attached. more emotional attached, and, and then they have a problem on down line it all, that they gotta realize. But it also goes back to a topic we've already discussed: soul ties. Like That's you can't true. just break that off like cold turkey. So even if you know that person got a problem, is it is easier said than done just to let it go, and um. So I, I I would say emotionally attached, like you said, DJ keeping it real, um, soul ties and um that person have have to get to a place where they have to, you know, realize who they are, um, find out who they are and, and know um be able to know their worth, like, okay, I'm not I'm worth more than this. <laughs> yeah, well, listen, listen, um, I was just, I was just thinking. I'm laughing out loud because I was thinking, I was thinking about um, uh, something happened in my life many, many years ago when I was first married. Uh, my first marriage um, that was really from 1995 to 2001, right? Of course, I got remarried in 05. But um, in my first marriage, I remember because you know I was only well, married for. Uh, <laughs> A few years, of course, <laughs> a good percentage of those years were, um, yeah, I spent about three, close to four, four of those years uh, we'll, incarcerated. Not only that, I wasn't saved then, she wasn't saved. Uh, but let me just tell you the situation. Once I was released now, this is back in like 2001, you know, I'm saved, I'm born again, filled with the Holy Ghost. And on my mind at that time was... Everything that's happened in the past, let it be water under the bridge. You know, I'm forgiving you. You forgive me. Of course, we have two children from that marriage. And I'm saying just forgive and we're going to start all over. Just going, you know, but make a long story short. Um, you know, the, um, my ex-wife now, but at that time, um, I was still married because I hadn't legally got a divorce. But she was actually living 
you know, with another man. Mm. And of course, she was telling him one thing and telling me one thing and, and so forth and so Getting forth. Played. Like you say, I was born again. I mean, I'm telling you something now, that's a, a big difference. So actually, <laughs> I was at this ministry and I was actually taking a layperson class. And I don't know what night the class was, but I was going to the class and God spoke to me through the instructor. And what he said was so simple. It, it, you know, it sounded so simple, but it was profound to me. And he was talking about situation and circumstances are just like a circle and picture yourself in the middle of that circle. He says, if you don't like your situation or your circumstances, Mm. all you have to do is step outside of the circle. Mm. And it was like the Holy spirit spoke to me through that. Um, and it's like the Holy spirit prompted me. And the, the, the next time I saw her, I was telling her, look, hey, this is over, man. No more of this back and forth and, and all of this. And, and hey, I'm done, you know. And, of course, she probably thought, yeah, right. I said, I'm done. And you know what? You I, stepped, oh, I stepped out of that circle. Mm. And, you know, that's how it was for me. So, and, of course, I know straightforward just said you can't stop cold turkey. But I tell you. Man, with the you know leading of the Holy Spirit, right. you can do what you have to do. There may be right. you may have to get over those little things that may bother bother you for just a little while, but you'll get over them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You'll get over them. Um, but a big part of that is you know, men, you gotta, uh, you know, it's good to know our history as a man. I'm talking about in your family, your family history. It's also for women too, but I'm just speaking. As a man, it's good to know your family history. Even a born again man that's already saved, and you may be dealing with some issues, not this specific issue, but look into your family tree and begin to see okay, did any of my uncles and family members, males in the family, deal with this? And if you identify that and you identify more than one, it could be possible that this thing was generational. Then you got, then you know how to attack it and get deliverance. From that. Once you identify it. Once you identify and acknowledge it. Let me add that. Acknowledge. Right. Yeah. And I think women too, like once we're in that toxic relationship and it keeps happening, we keep telling ourselves in our head, once it happens, okay, it's going to get better this time. Then we go through it again. Okay, it's going to get, we keep telling ourselves it's going to get better. It's going to get better. But like you said, you have to get to a place where you have to acknowledge and identify. Our hoping it's going to get better, but it doesn't. That's true. That is so true. My brother, that uh, let me read you a comment. This is good. What my brother, um, Apostle Bills, stated. He don't mind me putting him on blast like that. <laughs> but listen, listen what he says, and this is absolutely true. Right, and it kind of goes back to what you said, um, optimistic about. Hey, I know I got her, but notice what he says in the comments. He says, sometimes it's the seeds of promise. Mm. The man has planted that keeps the woman hoping. So, wow, that's good. That, in other words, some lies he done told. <laughs> yeah, that is so good. Yeah. So, well, well, they are I'm promises. No, exactly. Promises, He's being real. Straightforward said promises disguised as it, lies. Yes. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if that woman is really, you know, love that man. 
it's kind of like you, you know, you'll you'll give them the benefit of the doubt. That goes back to what I was saying. Like, I mean, it's gonna you... get better. You know, like he said, listen to the planting of lies. As uh, straightforward said, basically, it's covered up in lies. All those seeds he planted. And then you got that so in your head. It's gonna get better. Thinking he about what this. he done told you. I know you. he did that, but he said it's gonna he gonna change. Yeah. He's gonna do this. He gonna act right. He love me. We just went on a date. We he went said over this start before. Back over. Women have big. Women love to lose. They love so, to what? Women love to love. Women okay. have hearts of, of, of gold. Women want to love. Women want hey, to be loved. They want a family. They want that unconditional love. So it's like when okay. you you were hearing these okay. seeds, and it's like okay, and then you seeing different reactions, but in your mind you still believe in the fact of the matter. Okay, he said he's gonna do right. We and gonna, then you, you know, still think about this is what right. I wanted. This like is I what I want. This. this is what so, they're supposed to be, and whatever he I'm said that he was gonna do. So I'm. I'm going to stick beside him. But. but you know what? You know what I think sometimes we have to do? And then we can't, like I say, now, don't get me wrong. No, you're not going you're not, you're not to marry Jesus. You're not going to meet Jesus and marry right. him. In other words, nobody's going to be perfect, right? right? But what I think more time needs to be invested in, I'm going to call it the investigation phase of mm. the relationship. In other words, you know, like I said, looking at the generational their family patterns uh, do the same. I mean, both do the same, the yeah. man and the woman. Look, and then, you know what I'm saying? Seeing if you first, you do yeah. yourself. In other words, you do yourself first because, you know, in human nature, we're always looking at the other person or looking for the other person first when That's we should true. be looking at ourselves. And then say, okay, wait a minute. Am I, have, you know, have I done anything in this relationship right. that reflects something my great mom, grandmama used to do that wasn't right. good or so forth, whatever? Okay. You, you know, we got to be real with ourselves. Yeah. Um, and, and and you know be be willing to to, to deal right. Be willing to be willing to change. Be willing to deal with it. I see what you're saying. And then, like you said, like get together as a couple. Sit down. Okay, I know. Just say a, a man and a woman. I know my daddy did. My daddy cheated on my mama. And then what the and then you know the woman has some situation in her family. So we're gonna uh, sit down together. We're gonna pray about this thing so it won't happen. So that won't you know roll over into our lives. So I see what you're saying about that. Both of them sit down together and figure out what, you know, what was the curse, the generation curse that that's going to cause them to, you know. Right. That, that, and now, we talk about it and let's pray about it so it won't good. happen. That's good. You, you you think many people do that straightforward? No. It has to be willing on both parties. That's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm laughing. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. I'm a, I'm a, um, I was laughing because I was thinking about something. Um, Actually... Before I got, you know, I'm, I'm married. Thank, thank God, it's been 16 years. But in this marriage, I can remember when we were going to get counsel. <laughs> it's not funny, but we were going to get counsel, and we went to the minister and his wife's uh, home. And who you were? Me you and, your wife? and yeah. Who? No, no, no. My wife now. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> no. Anyway, we went to get counseling. And we went up in there. It's like the Holy Ghost used me to counsel them. Uh oh. I mean, no, I'm saying it was kind of, it was right. some conflict going on, and I'm wait, and I'm thinking wait, to myself, y'all getting counseled. This is from a married before, before we got married. married yeah, premarital counseling. It was with a married couple. Yes, maybe oh, that's why you I, were sent there. <laughs> and <laughs> I just thought of that. Um, so, but but listen, you you gonna have to make a decision. You know what I'm saying? Um. I, when, when you, you know, I know we can pull, we all know the story of Adam and Eve and, uh, of course how, um, 
Adam disobeyed God and Eve disobeyed God, but we can kind of draw a parallel or use for a rule of thumb. When Adam was unfaithful to God, we can be presented the same type of temptations in order to fall short. You, you know what I'm saying? That was, he had a simple word. Don't touch it or don't eat from the tree mm-hmm. of life. Right. Mm-hmm. But then comes the enemy, of course, to Eve presents her uh, with a scenario that, hey, listen, listen. Well, God knows that you'll just be as God's knowing good and evil and and have God. So it's always presented with a question of doubt. You know what I'm saying? Um, so men keep that in mind. Uh, women as well. But men keep that in mind when. When you're faced with situation and circumstances that try to cause you to doubt what God said, what his word said. Mm. If it's something to bring doubt to what God's word has mm. said, you got to recognize it as the enemy. Amen. Wow. You got to recognize it as the enemy. Because why? God's not going to want me or allow, well, he's not going to want me to doubt his word. Right. So if, if, if it's something coming to present a doubt, Contrary to the word of God, we got to know and recognize that's the enemy. That's for men and that's for women. You know, mm-hmm. we have to recognize that. That was a good one. Yeah. Listen, let me put a plug in real quick. Hey, you are, some of you are tuned in by Wisdom Radio. Of turn course, your you radio can down, turn your hint, radio down. hit the link in your social media post. Hit the link. It'll take you right to the radio page, the broadcasting page. And some are tuned in by way of Facebook Live from Perspective Matters page. Of course, hey, listen, you can go to Spotify. You can go to all the places where you receive or listen to your podcast. You can search for Perspective Matters and go ahead and follow us. Go ahead and connect with us. Hey, this is DJ Keeping It Real, optimistic and straightforward. We're still dealing with on tonight. Why is it? That unfaithful men wish to be wed, have a desire to be married. Um, hey, feel free to add in. Feel free to um, let us know what you think. Wow, that's good. Sheba says that she talks about communication. She talks about communication. That's a big factor. What she says. Conversation can barely be had in some relationships. That's so true. Healthy conversations. Wow. Now that that that's good. See, when we talk about the conversation, we got to talk about that's right. The conversation, the communication. Uh, and one thing I, I want to say about communication, um, we have to have healthy communication, mm. right? But then we also have to understand each other's language. You know what I'm saying? What I mean by that is this. We can speak the same language, but have you ever spoke with someone and told them something and they took it the wrong way or didn't understand it the way that you said it? Yes. That's more referring to the language, you know, really understanding the language, having that clear communication. We got to understand what I'm saying. You got to understand what I'm saying. He has to understand what she's saying when she says certain things. In other words, what's the intent behind what you said? Right. 
You know, what did How you intend? What did you mean when you said what you said? Right. See, sometimes we can take things that are negative and was never intended or said for it to be taken in a negative. That's, you know, men and women. Yeah. That's true. That's how we. That's when we have to realize if it's taken in a negative and it's not meant in a negative, maybe that delivery was wrong. So that's when you go back. Yes, have yeah. to realize how do I, how should I approach you in that way when I'm not trying to say that, but it came off as that. So like she said, communication skill has to be, you know, yes, it has to be done and it has to be done in the right communication way. Because nowadays people think communication is just like big bickering back and forth and turn into an argument. Well, you know, that's not, no, that's not communication. No, but it that's is, right. It, that's what a lot of people now toxic, think that's toxic. what communication is. Toxicity. Toxicity. What, what is it straightforward? Toxicity. The bickering back and forth and thinking it's communication. Yes. Have mm. to work on that communication aspect. Okay. Mm. We it's really have to work on topic, that communication. But when you say toxic, it's toxicity. When a person is trying to communicate and they're arguing back and forth, does that mean that that relationship should be ended because yeah. it's toxic? No. Or no. Well, I feel like you can have a um um healthy confrontation. Like I mean, Ooh, it don't have yes. to be uh, an argument. It can be a confrontation, but healthy. Like it doesn't have to go left. So basically, a healthy a healthy argument because if you know well, no, how to come back from that argument, don't, 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 don't call it an argument. I mean, it's yeah, yeah. an argument. The definition. No, have what's to, an well, argument? What's the definition see, of? Argument? I don't know. When I think of argument, I think of people talking loud. Right, but still, even if it gets to that point, if you know how to come back from that. There's a such thing as good argument. I believe I'm yeah, well, my perspective, same, if, if, in that perspective, the same thing straightforward as saying, uh, what would you call it? Healthy confrontation. Healthy confrontation. And that's so good because there is a such thing as healthy confrontation. Argument also, because you're not going to always agree. Right. You can agree you to disagree. You have to come to a common ground. Before right. you agree to disagree, you're going to argue about that. But then you can come and break it down and be like, you know, right, you know what? Well, you don't have to argue about it. Okay, you're right. You don't well, have to argue I mean, about let's just it, see. An gonna... argument is a discuss discussion in which parties involved express disagreement with one another, a debate, philosophical um, argument. So it, it's not... Okay, well, you right. Our argument, see what you see when you say argument, you don't say argument because our argument we is think loud bad. talking, cursing, and Dana to throwing blows. So that's what we say an argument is. No, nah, that's a fight throwing blows. <laughs> <laughs> I said Dana <laughs> right, to throwing a, blows. A, <laughs> right, right, right. Um, We're going to put a plug in it. Say it again. All right, are we doing break? Are we going to break or how? I mean, we can still go to break in the live and come on with a question. We got to have a break live. <laughs> I can't see the questions over here on my phone. Well, no, I have um, app, so. I, listen. I'll tell you. Okay. Listen, listen, you are tuned in to Perspective <laughs> Matters. Now. Y'all no, see what we I, had to deal with. Y'all see no, y'all no, going no, live with that name. No, I'm telling you, I, I'm, it's some information I got to give you as it relates to. Um, okay. Right, that's what I was saying. Don't, don't try to. He pushed me. But listen, listen, um, go ahead and get engaged on tonight. Um, 
why is it? Why is it that? And, you know, I want to add a little bit more about <laughs> why is it that? Well, I, I can't speak. I can from experience. I can't speak from that as far as wanting to be married, because be honestly, I'm talking about when I first got married, I didn't. I really I don't know. I didn't. You knew you weren't ready, but you still got married. So why do you get married? I think I was because people were saying. Okay. Remember, I wouldn't say older right? people. Telling you, Older if people you're going to check, you might as well get married. Right. Yeah. And at that time, I had my own house and cars okay. and all of that. It so was I a didn't... pressured marriage. Huh? It was a pressured marriage. I guess you could say that. Yeah. But, you know, I read... That's you know, kind of how it was, though. Back right? in the day. Yeah. And, you know, older people, if you're going to shake up, you might as well go ahead and get married. Not knowing... I mean, you got to... I guess I was doing it just to please the people who, who you know, who was saying you're shacking, who was right. saying all this different that. But, you know, I wasn't ready. I wasn't saved, number one. Um, and I guess I did it just to, okay, now they won't have that to talk about. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I'm doing everything else under the sun, right? right. You know, so we got to, yeah... Yeah, we have to. Yeah. We have to keep it. Yeah. Yeah, so that goes both ways with men knowing they are cheating and want to be married. And then you have the women that knowing their men are cheating and want to marry their men. Hmm. Look at there. Well, that's when they got to get to the place. They got to figure their stuff out. Because ain't nothing right at that point. You can disagree as long as both parties understand the points. Right. Understand their points. Um. Uh, that's um comment there uh, by the men of God. And uh, that's true. Um, and let me say this, too. Sometimes you try to drown out the other individual from getting their point across. <laughs> or you don't want to hear their point at all. You just want your point heard, right? That's not healthy. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'm just talking about hearing it out, right? Uh, I'm not saying you have to agree, but at least... We got to hear each other out. Okay. See, when you say that, that make that give me the impression you just hearing me out just so you can get out my face. Let me say what I want to say no, no, so no, you no, can no, still no, get no. your point across. Not from, no, no. He's not saying it like that. No, I, I didn't say that's he what he you. was saying. The way that you explained no, it, that's that, what okay, I'm getting well, let me, saying. Yeah, let the me way re-explain it then. If we're having a discussion or a disagreement and we're we're talking, okay, baby, what's your points? What What is it that you want to get across about the situation? That's for the sake of getting information and seeing her view on it, her right? Mm -hmm. And then I share the same thing with her, and then we come to, a, you know, a common ground. Because that's I mean, why I said it like that. Because you both can have your own different opinion on on whatever you're talking about. But I guess what you're saying, Optimist, you, you feel like they should come to an agreement at the end? No, I don't feel that. I think we should just discuss both to how you feel. Okay, we're going to discuss why you feel that way. And then we're going to discuss why I feel that way. Let's get That's, into it. Yes, that would make me feel like you're understanding why I feel the way I feel, not just hearing Blow what I feel. Off. Yeah, because it make you feel like, okay, when, okay, say if we're talking about a topic and we both have two different um, opinions. opinions about it. Let me give my opinion and let me tell you why I feel the way I feel about that opinion so you can really know why I feel that way. And then we can do the same vice versa with you because if you, I, me just telling you, how, what I feel, and that's what I mean. I, okay, I feel this way. This way I feel. Okay, yeah. Well, well no, this that, the way that, I. That's feel. what I meant. Just what you said. I just said it a different way. Okay. That's that's exactly what I meant right there. And yeah. <laughs> Y'all ain't on, on these men and women topic. Thank you. You know, I'm saying who come up with this topic? DJ keeping it real. Optimistic. The television war. came no, up with the topic. The television <laughs> came up with the topic. 
we were watching TV and we pulled something from it. Ooh, let's talk about this. Listen, listen, listen. You tune in to Perspective Matters. And listen, we even do apologize uh, for those that's listening by way of social media, Facebook Live, um, the sound quality. Of course, we were really test driving some things on tonight. Um, trust me. Hey, the sound quality will be much, much better um, the next time that we do present it live. We're really running a test stage on this on tonight. Um, but we're here every Monday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Of course, you can hit the link anytime uh, that's attached to the flyers, and you can go directly to Wisdom Radio. Um, listen to us on Monday nights or a host of gospel music and uh, everything associated uh, on Wisdom Radio. Um, listen, I'm DJ Keeping It Real. I'm Miss Optimistic, and I do want to say this is a test drive, and we didn't know it was kind of bombarded on us. So if anybody, I apologize for my face expression. Anybody saw me, I look like a deer in headlights. That's because I didn't know. And they're also <laughs> You know, I, I have to apologize. They didn't know I was going to go live. I just kind of put them on, 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 right on the spot. But I think, <laughs> you know, but hey, um, what's that question? I just see some comments, some questions they're asking. Um, I guess you can get into that once we come back from break. Read that. Let me read that question. <laughs> the question, um, can a relationship work when one person is toxic? Y'all? No. I mean, I won't necessarily say no. If they're toxic, they have to realize that they are toxic and they're willing to work on that yeah, toxic. But we gotta get to that. We we still at that can it work? I mean, the simple answer, like you said, once they have to acknowledge okay, it but first. What it, so they I didn't say the question wasn't to the point where, okay, this person don't know they toxic and I know they toxic. See, I'm just answering that okay. question. <laughs> okay, well, if this person don't know that they're toxic, no, it can't work because they're going to have to realize but, it. But what if they know they're toxic but they're willing to work on it? Uh, well, of course, if anybody willing to work on anything, anything is possible. You're right. Anything but is what if that one person's toxic and they're just toxic and they don't want to change and ain't trying to change? Well, Will the relationship is, work? Then the answer is so, no. So it can go in you know different ways with that question. But like what I saw was, can a relationship work when one person is toxic? Like optimists say, if they're willing to work on it, then maybe yes, if they can change. My thing is, if they're toxic and not trying to change and not um not trying to identify that, because first you have to acknowledge, like, I got a problem with myself and I got to change. No. Okay, and then I want to touch on some more. Maybe that I'm not saying this is what that person was asking, but if it was me in that situation, I'm always asking if can if a one person is tossing in a relationship, can it work? If I'm praying for this person, how do you think this reaction would be? You know, would would something work in that scenario? If I'm sitting here praying for this, and you know. Me knowing that prayer works. So if I'm praying for this toxic person in this relationship. I think, yeah, see with that, yeah, but with that, I I understand, yeah, prayer work, but don't, the per I'm going to ask you, DJ, keep it real, because, you know, the person have to get to a point where they have to pray for themselves and want to change for themselves, right? You don't think? Yeah, that's true. Well, just to add with that, when, when uh, Optimists were talking about, well, can you just pray for that person? 
Yeah, absolutely. Like I'm and you should be for that person. Yeah, you should be. But where the tension may come is this: that when it comes down and boils down to the nitty gritty, that person really has to make a decision. Right. Right. So you can pray for them, and God may even answer you and say, "Yeah, I'm gonna change them." But he not. That don't necessarily mean he gave you a time limit on it. That could mean I'm going to change him in five years. Right, so it could mean five months. Right. It could mean five days. So the next question will be, am I willing to wait? To wait. Mm. Am I willing to? So, yeah, absolutely. Yes, you should. And you can pray for them. But never lose sight that because we are free moral agents, you have that person has to make that decision for themselves. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. Prayer, of course, will aid and assist because at that point, as a believer praying mm-hmm. for them, you set things in motion for, for God to begin to do some things, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then it still boils down to the point that they have to make that decision. You know Ooh, what I'm saying? So, yeah. I thought just popped in my head. Me, okay, say if I'm in a relationship, me as a believer, I'm with this toxic person. I'm praying for him. I'm praying for him, like you said. God may hear my prayer, but it may take a while. Am I willing to wait? Well, no, I'm he, human. He, wait, 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 wait. Okay. I'm human. So I'm like, okay, God, I see you working a little bit. I see, but this taking longer than I thought. So I'm gone. You're not willing to wait. Then another woman come and got that prayer that I done prayed for. That man it done changed. Oh. oh. Man, we have to do. Oh. Look. That, 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 oh, you done missed your blessing. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you done missed your blessing because you weren't willing to wait, and you know what you prayed for, though. So, but it, that's why I say we are human. Like you said, yeah. we got to be willing to wait. I, you, I, listen, listen, dang. I got to repeat that for you. I you don't know pray if for that good relationship for another woman. Yeah. She said, you done did all the praying for him to change and he, and, and he, no, change didn't come fast enough. So it find it winds up Five breaking years off. Later. And then you look down the road a year or two. He doesn't change and everything you don't <laughs> pray for. Woman, you I don't pray for so you, you getting feel... this situation. You would a whole nother woman. <laughs> Well, see, you should be happy for just the change nah. alone. You know what I mean? I guess so. That means, in other words, but God was telling me that that man that went for you. Went for you, yeah. But, yeah, possible. 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 It's a possibility. I mean, no, no, no. It, how else okay. can that be? Like, like. She said, it better, that better be what, <laughs> what, what, what it is. No, no. <laughs> but, like, okay. If it was for me, that means I would have had to be with that person. I'm doing all that praying. But for me to just leave or anybody in that situation and somebody else get with them and they don't change, that had to be for that person. You see what I'm saying? Like that just, if it was for me, it would, it's what's for me is for me. You know, when we and I hear that a lot. What's for me is for me. And but I, like you said, I, I mean, what if you just didn't wait long? Like you prayed for that. I understand what you, you said I'm human, but you you were praying for that change and you didn't wait, so you just missed you missed so, the phone. So straightforward you saying you, you you wasn't willing to wait. So I missed my blessing. Other word, what you saying? Well, yes, in, 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 that, in that regard. But because yeah. think about it now, you have people that or in toxic relationship and they waited that thing out. They prayed for that 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 their um significant other and they waited it out and what they prayed for it, they got what they prayed for because they waited. I mean, I've seen situations where it happened. That mean well, for I, you know what I'm gonna tell people in that situation as believers, whatever the Holy Spirit tells you to do, just do it. Right? And you know, that's the, you know, that's what I say. Yep, and what's for you is for you. But I, you know, I'm gonna stick beside that. I always wanted <laughs> that. Just can't be true. <laughs> I always ah, want yeah, yeah. to God's purpose, though. You know. Yeah, that's in true. your life, you know, that's 
that's the 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 mo- one of the the most important things and um and this was I was thinking of this I, you probably mentioned it some other times but even when we talk about marriage we got to remember our purpose in God we got to remember um what God has called us to do and we have to understand especially if you're not married now and you're designed to be married you know your purpose you have a feel in the direction in which God is is, is using you or pushing you and you're going in that direction you got to try to you need to be with somebody who understands that Mm-hmm. In other words, I say it this way: marry people for where you're going and not for where you're being. Mm. And a lot of times, I think people marry people for um, where they've been and not necessarily where they they're going. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah. That's why you got to get to know yourself and know God first, because you're gonna be lost. Yeah, you got to get that relationship with the Lord, and even then, you. We got to stay connected to the world. You're right. It's all connected. All connected. All connected. Um, hey, listen, listen. We're here on Mondays at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. Of course, you can catch the playback on all of your platforms where you receive your podcasts. Uh, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, uh, In the Cloud. Hey, Google or search for perspective matters of course tonight's topic was hey why is it that uh unfaithful men desire to be married and i'm looking at the live (laughs) yeah yeah But um, listen, yeah, um, y'all got to see. We're just trying to get people's questions off of there and trying to answer them the best way. You know, trying to answer as many questions as we can. So that's yeah. Use the hey, listen, yeah so we'll use these last two uh, few minutes to deal with uh, some of the comments and some of the uh, questions. Uh, yeah. That we Another are question live. we have. But what if you pray and God showing you signs that toxic person ain't gonna change? You still got hopes that they're going to change, but you still got hopes that they're going to change. Well, see, that's where you have to differentiate your hope from reality. You got to tell a different from your hope and the, and you know, the reality, um, say that again, straightforward. It kind of go back to what I was saying. Like as women, we in the back of our head, we still saying like, even though that person is still, you know, doing what they're doing, not trying to do right. And you're praying for them. And in your head, you still in your in the back of your head, you're saying, "Okay, they're gonna change. Uh, they're gonna change. They're gonna do right. They said they're gonna change. They said they're gonna do right." And the question was, "But what if you pray and God showing you signs that toxic person? So you prayed for God to show you. So, so God revealed. And God revealed it to that you that they were toxic. But you're still having hopes that they're gonna change. Well, it's, that's that emotionally attached. I think. Um, right, that's the soul tie. Soul tie. That's the soul right. tie of it. Um, and and with that being said, you know when you pray and you ask God, God to reveal a thing yeah. to you, and He reveal it to you, um, a couple of things can take place. Um, if you're already married or in a married situation, you have to follow that up with, "Okay, God, what is it?" That you want me to do. Mm. Now I want y'all married people to listen to me good. 
And don't just take my word for it. Get before God. Get before the Holy Spirit. Because don't miss me here. God can never tell you to. We're talking about marriage now. He can't tell you to do something to go against his word. Now, I want us to catch this. For example, the Bible says, you know, a lot of the old people use it in regards to, you know, you, ain't, you know, don't get divorced. Right. Mm-hmm. Of course, Jesus spoke of it from the beginning. It was not so divorced. But he said because of the hardness of man's heart, God allowed Moses to write them a bill of divorcement. Right. Because notice what the word says, because of the hardness of their heart. Right. So God will not come to you. And say, divorce them. He will not do that because his word says you're not supposed to. Wait a minute before you throw rocks at me. But what he will do is reveal to you everything that you have a desire to know. And even those things that go contrary to the marriage vow. And God will release you. That's not telling you to get divorced, but he he will show you. Reveal things to you. Now the choice is always left up to you. And one may say, okay, God has showed me this and I feel he's released me from this. What do I do? Well, if you go through and we're not advocating for divorce, I'm just making a point. You get divorced. Well, guess what God will do? Mm. He will forgive you just like he forgives you from anything else except for blaspheming the Holy Ghost. I hope I, I hope I, you know, if that didn't answer your question, hey, we'll dig into it deeper. But the Holy Spirit does reveal the Holy Spirit does. Um, and, and, and one thing I'm going to say this about marriage. We don't look at it this way when it comes to men and women, a male and a female, but it is as well. We already know the marriage between two people of the same sex is not of God. We know that God didn't put it together. But we also have to understand that. Even in a relationship where there's a male and a female, we really have to seriously ask ourselves, did God put it together or did Mm. we put it together? Mm. What God has put together, let no man put asunder. Mm. In other words, did God put it together, basically, right? Um, So that's just a little bit on it. Um, Okay. You might have some people that have questions. How do I know if God put it together? If it ain't gone by that Bible, that man ain't a man of God by that Bible, you know he ain't put it together. And just from your, women for, too, that go for women too. And just for y'all perspective, DJ keeping it real optimistic. So with that question, like if I think that question is basically saying like God showed me all the time, but I still wanted to work. What yeah, would like I what would y'all do in that, that can situation? be tricky too? Because when you praying and you asking and then and I still you want to be in because stuff, this is something I've been wanting. Yes, and then if you see it and it's kind of like I guess I can kind of speak on it, even though I haven't been married. But it's kind of like okay, is this relationship good? Is this right? Or show me, let me know if this person I'm supposed to be with. You know, you start seeing things, but then you're still in your mind. Is this, yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. It's kind of like, okay, is this really what I say? Or is this just a, I don't know. It's kind of, I don't want to say It's that soul crazy. tie. Yeah, that's what, it has to be that, that soul tie. Because, you know, you you be thinking, this, I know why, okay, if you married, married people are like, okay, we married, and that's just the enemy want us to break up or something like that. So, you know, maybe thinking this might be the enemy way of just trying to separate us or something like that. But you got to remember what you pray for, and then you see it. And I think it's also what we discussed before, um, 
you know, some of us think like, man, I put too much into this to, you know, let this go like, like it's going. But like you said, it all goes back. We ha you have to find out who you are. You got to find yourself and find yourself within Christ. And that makes things so much easier. Yeah. Because if you lost too and you thinking like, and you got all these questions in your head, you're just going to get, be more confused. Well, you know, that's, that's, that's one of the reasons, um, especially as single men and women understand something that, okay, listen, um, now the Bible makes it, makes it clear. Be not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. Mm. So from a standpoint of, 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 of you being single and you're born again, the Bible really made it clear. You're not supposed to go out there and marry an unbeliever mm. because that's a, 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 a problem waiting to happen. Right. Right. Um, you know, in, in aspects from a spiritual standpoint and, you know, it, it, you know, so much we could add and really, I could really teach from that point. Um, because one may have the question, why is it that seems like two people that aren't saved get along better than seem like the people that are supposed to be saved. Right. Mm -hmm. That's a whole, listen, I, I, that's a whole nother story too, but Hey, listen, um, it's about that time y'all. But I do want to just say before we <laughs> yeah, I can't let it go. No, but, um, so tired. I think like that's something real. Like, I think that was one of my most favorite topics we've discussed. So tired. Um, you have to understand like that's something really strong. You have to be able to acknowledge and, you know, break if it's toxic or something that's not healthy for you. That soul tie is something real, y'all. Wow. Hey, that sounds like a good topic. How how to break soul ties in a relationship. You know, and you know, in a relationship that, you know, is no longer or you desire to be no longer. Right. right? That's that's a good one. That, that's good. Hey, listen, this is DJ Keeping It Real. You're tuned in to Perspective Matters. We're here every Monday at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. She girl straightforward. <laughs> Miss Optimistic. And we do apologize for all the technical difficulties. But, hey, bear with us. We're on the move. We're going to keep pressing for Christ. Listen, you guys be blessed and be empowered. Until next time, we are out. Peace.